This is Brain Diet, episode number 113. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. As I'm recording this, we just are coming off of Easter weekend, and I am laughing at myself because on Sunday, on Easter, my family and I went to church. It was delightful. And then afterward, with my in-laws and all of the kids, we were outside playing spike ball for hours, like the entire day we were outside playing spike ball. If you know that game, if you don't know that game, I hope you will look into it because it is so, so fun. In fact, we played it on the beach on the day we got married. My husband and I got married in Hawaii. And the day we got married, we played spike ball. Then we went back and got ready at the hotel. And then we went back to the beach and got married. It was amazing. Anyway, playing spike ball, it's like you've got a net and a ball and whatever. You can look into it. But I'm laughing at myself because of how sore I am from playing spike ball. It's like, it just reminded me that just because I move every day. It doesn't mean that I am in shape with all of my muscles. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm laughing at like how sore my feet are from just the finesse and movement, right? Anyway, so I'm sore from spike ball on Easter. That was great. Before we get into today's topic, I wanted to share with you something that I am kicking off soon that I want to invite you to come do with me, come be a part of if you want to. I am running a free 30 days to jumpstart your summer nutrition. So summer begins on June 21st. And I know we can sometimes have an increase of motivation before summer. We're like, okay, I want to get my nutrition in order. Maybe I want to lose some weight, whatever. Um, So I thought this is the perfect time. I'm doing a 30 days to jumpstart your summer nutrition. Now, what that entails is it will be a brief email sent every morning for 30 days leading up to June 21st, a single email each day. It will be very brief, very digestible, very concise, but very applicable and very effective with the things that will contribute to 30 days to jumpstarting your nutrition and your health before summer starts. So you'll get this email every morning. It will include some nutrition pieces, some movement pieces, some mindset pieces. It's going to be very comprehensive, but like I said, it's not going to be some huge long commitment thing you have to take out a huge chunk of time for. Um, It's just something you can sign up for and you can have the emails. There's going to be 30, like I said, one each morning and you can just have access to it and utilize it to whatever degree you want, whenever you want. So if you want to register for this free um, program that I'm starting, it begins May 22nd. That will be the first day, and then it will go through to June 21st. You can sign up for that at the link. I'm putting a link in the show notes to sign up for that. Um, You just need your your name, your email address, and then you will be on the list and you will start receiving those emails beginning May 21st, and you will have 30 days to jumpstart your nutrition and your health before summer starts. So I highly recommend signing up for that if you are interested. Um, It's going to be really awesome. And also, it's not going to be like too much information. You know, sometimes it's annoying to have to like 
go through all the information. That's not what this is. It's very brief and concise and will be very effective and helpful. So if that is at all your jam, then please check that out in the show notes. Sign up for that. Like I said, it's free. There's no commitment or anything. It's just kind of for fun to get us going for summer. So here is what we are talking about today in today's episode is if we were to ask the question, how do you want to lose weight? Now let's talk about the necessary execution pieces for weight loss, right? Like there are some things that need to be in place for a body to lose weight, but then there are other things that are totally flexible and that's where this episode comes in. So, and really there's only like one main necessary execution piece. The main thing that you need to lose weight is to be in a calorie deficit, which essentially just means eating less over time than your body needs to function in the day. So if your body needs so many calories in a day and over time you eat less than that, your body goes internally and starts to access fat stores and other parts to burn off for energy because we're not getting it externally, right? Now, any diet out there, keto, Whole30, paleo, Weight Watchers, like anything you can think of, any of them, if you lose weight, it's because you're in a calorie deficit. It's not because any of these diets is more magical than the other, and they each serve a purpose, right? Um, some people just prefer eating certain ways, and that's why a lot of these things can be really great. However, it's not that one is superior to another or that one is more effective necessarily, the effect of weight loss comes from a decrease in calories. It comes from being in a deficit. Okay. So that's an important piece to understand. Um, In my practice, in my own personal health, I am a fan of being aware of macros and counting macros and the precision with which I count macros, with which my clients count macros can be dialed up or dialed down. That volume can vary just depending on the goals and depending on where you are mentally. It's certainly not for everyone to be paying attention to macros or to be tracking. However, when you can be aware of the macros that you're putting in your body, and those are just protein, carb, and fat, right? It refines the type of weight that's lost. Um, So when you can be strategic with which macros you're eating, then you can seek more to lose fat versus just overall weight, if you get what I'm saying. Um, I also think that at least knowing about macros and what each does in the body, it supports overall health because there is strategy involved. And I talk more about this in, I think it's episode 99, all about macros. So that's one that you can check out where I talk a little bit more about that. But I just like the strategy behind macros and I like knowing what they do in my body and how to shift and adjust them to feel better and to, you know, allow it to work in favor of whatever goals I have. And I remember in college that I had a nutrition class and I remember the professor saying over and over and over, it's calories in calories out. You eat calories, you burn calories, you eat calories, you burn calories. And if you're burning more calories than you're eating, then you will lose weight. And yes, that is true to a degree. Calories matter. The amount that you're eating and the amount that you're moving in a day, it matters and it contributes to that. However, I think that this idea of simple calories in, calories out really disregards the nutrition piece. And it disregards the role of macronutrients in the body. And it disregards the strategy that you can use macronutrients to achieve the shift that you want. So I don't think that counting calories or macros is for everyone, but I think that a basic knowledge 
of nutrition is and just knowing what's happening in your body. It's kind of like having a basic knowledge of how to pay bills and what bills to pay to help you live a life with electricity and running water and not to go to jail. Like that's a basic knowledge that serves us in life to thrive. And I think the same goes for knowing a little bit about macronutrients and the role that they play in your body. So that is a topic entirely for something else. Regardless, that's the necessary piece to weight loss. So and depending on the weight loss goal, it might be a little bit more specific, but the bottom line is the main necessary execution piece, the main rule for weight loss is to be in a calorie deficit. But the rest, you kind of get to decide. It's kind of like if you had a picture to color and you just had a bunch of lines, like the lines are the structure of the calorie deficit. And then how you color in those lines is something you kind of get to choose. I love coloring pictures. It's therapeutic and it's a great activity to do with my kids. It's really fun. So that's kind of what I relate it to. The speed at which you color the picture, which colors you use, what types of coloring tools that you want to color with, like that's all kind of up to you and the same can be applied to weight loss. You get to decide a lot of the parts to it. You get to be in charge. The reason that I think this is important is that taking charge of your weight and your health in this way, it makes you the authority. Instead of being the one that wants to rebel against authority, right? You know how when someone tells you to do something and there's just that like childlike part of you that wants to be like, no, I don't want to do that, right? When you can create some structure for yourself and a set of rules for yourself with how you want to do it, it makes you the authority. Now, what happens is your brain still might want to rebel, right? That you have that childlike part of your brain and it might want to rebel against you, right? If you're being like, okay, this is what we're going to do for our health and weight loss. And your brain's going to respond and be like, but I don't want to do that, right? It's much more manageable when you can see it for what it truly is. When you can be the one to set the structure and your brain throws a fit, you can be the one to say, okay, look, I see that you don't want to do this, but we really do want to do this because we're the ones that get to decide what we want to do in the first place, right? It seems to make things that are murky a little bit more clear, so for example, like in the moment of a decision, if you're like, do I eat this? Do I not eat this? What do I do? When you have set a structure for yourself, and I'm going to give you a lot of examples, but when you have set the structure for yourself, you've already made a decision ahead of time. So you don't have to go back and forth. You don't have to weigh the pros and cons. When you give yourself a structure, then it's like if you've decided things ahead of time, it makes it so much easier. Um, if one rule, for example, is to track everything that goes in your mouth, then it helps you to have clarity before you take a bite. If you're like, okay, everything I eat, I'm going to track. Therefore, am I going to take this bite? Because I will have to track it. And that's fine. I can or I, I won't take the bite. It doesn't matter. But I do have this rule in place that can help me make the decision based on like whether or not I want to comply. Does that make sense? If you have a rule to eat within an hour of working out, for example, like I will make sure I eat a meal within an hour of working out, then it helps you not prioritize other things first. Like I find sometimes when we get home from the gym, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to unload the dishwasher. Oh, I'm just going to feed the kids first. And then, oh, I'm just going to fold this laundry. Like I just get distracted, right? But if I have that goal in place, or not that goal, that structure piece, that rule for myself, like within an hour of working out, I eat my meal. Otherwise hours go by and then I don't eat. And then it's lame and you feel crappy, right? But if I have that rule in place, like this is part of my structure, this is part of my health, then I won't prioritize other things. I won't prioritize the laundry or unloading the dishwasher. I just execute based on the uh, the rule that I set for myself. Rules within health and weight loss especially, they are not meant to punish and they are not meant to make things harder for you. You set rules to give structure and help with love, right? For me, it's like, I know I feel better when I eat 
within an hour of working out, right? It's very loving when I give myself that gift, when I eat within an hour of working out. And so when I give myself that rule, like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to make sure that's a non-negotiable. That is a rule. That's a structure piece that I put in place as a gift to myself, right? It doesn't make it harder. It doesn't punish me. It's something that I have that is helpful and is loving, right? But that's going to differ from, from person to person. So once you have the science in place, like, okay, I am eating less than my body needs, then there are no quote unquote rules necessarily. It's just mostly how you want to color the picture. So we will call certain things rules, like we'll call whatever you decide rules, but they're really up to you. They can't be right or wrong. It's all within your power to decide how you want it to look. So for example, I'm going to share some of my rules when it comes to health or weight loss, whatever it might be. One of my rules is that when I eat out, I always make sure there is a high protein source, right? So if I'm going out to eat pizza and I'm like, okay, well, there's not a high enough protein source with pizza, then maybe I will order like a salad with chicken on it. Or if I'm getting fast food and it's between like a burger and pizza, for example, I'll be like, you know what? I'm going to go for the burger and just make sure that I have enough protein in that burger, right? That there's enough meat there to be at an adequate protein source. Or if I'm going out to eat dessert, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make sure maybe I just like take a protein shake with me. That's one of my rules is when I eat out, I always make sure that there is a high protein source with it. And that might not be everyone's jam, but that's just one of mine. And that helps me feel full. It helps me not overeat. It helps me, you know, get enough protein in a day. It's just a good rule of thumb for me, but that's just me, right? Another rule of mine is I don't eat any desserts that I don't love. A while ago, a long time ago, it used to be that whatever dessert I could get my hands on, I would eat like, oh, if there's dessert there, then I'm going to eat it, right? But I realized that... I love myself enough to not give myself crappy desserts. Like it's not very nice to give myself a dessert that I don't even enjoy because then those calories are just going to go to work in my body and maybe I don't want them to and I didn't even get to enjoy it, right? Like how lame. And so if there are desserts places, if I'm not certain I'm going to enjoy it, then I don't eat it. And maybe I'll even like, if I see it and I want it, but I know I won't enjoy it, I won't eat that. And maybe I'll have a dessert that I do enjoy. Like I'll go get one later in the day. But the bottom line is that I don't eat any that I don't love. And that saves me a lot of grief of like deciding, should I eat? Should I not? It's like, no, am I going to love it? If not, I'm not going to eat it. Right. Um, another rule that I have that, um, is an easy one for me is I just drink water. I don't drink soda and I guess I drink protein drinks. Right. But like, as far as drinks go, I just don't drink soda. That's something I've done for years. I think it's been like it was when I was pregnant. That was in 2018 that I had some soda. And again, I, it's not because soda is bad. It's just an easy thing for me to make sure that I get enough water in the day to just be like, it just isn't worth it. I don't want to drink soda. And it's an easy thing to say, so I'm just not going to drink it. So then if there's ever a time where I have to decide, I've already decided ahead of time because that's just one of my rules. It's one of my structures of health. And so I just don't drink it. Now, again, I just want to keep reiterating that these are just kind of the way that I the ways that I relate to health that help me. But none of these is the right way and none of these is is perfect. It's just about you deciding like what's the most loving, what makes the most sense to you when it comes to your health and your weight that would be helpful for you. Am I repeating myself? You get the point, right? So water's one of them. I just don't drink soda. It's an easy decision and it's done. I don't ever have to think about it. Another rule when it comes to my health, my weight, whatever 
every Saturday, I plan for the following week. I cook about four times a week, and then we have enough for leftovers for the other three days. And for years, this is what I've done, is every Saturday, I sit down, I take, you know, 15, 20, 25 minutes to look at what I want to make for dinner the next week, look at, you know, what else we might need for meals and put in a grocery order. And then I pick it up on Monday after we go to the gym. Like really, this is what I've done for years because I know that I'm able to be more in control of my nutrition when I'm planning ahead, what meals I'm going to make. I know that I will not be distracted and not have to like think about it all day. Like, what am I going to make? Do I have anything? Do I need to go to the store? It's like, it's already taken care of. I take the half hour, the 25 minutes, however long on Saturday to think it through, to be very focused. And then I don't ever have to think about it again until the next Saturday. That's one of my rules that, yeah, sometimes on Saturday mornings, I don't really want to do it. I'd rather just lay around. But I know that it's the rule that I have in place for myself because it's so loving. When I'm able to get that done in that half hour, it makes the following week so much easier. So that's another one of my rules. So those are just kind of some basic ones that I incorporate into my health and in my fitness and my weight, just some non-negotiable types that are really easy for me to implement that I can just decide ahead of time. This is just one of my rules for right now. This is what I'm keeping because I like it, right? Other types of rules are, like I said, if you were to say, you know what, every bite I take, I'm going to track. Every Everything that touches my tongue, everything that goes in my mouth, I'm going to track, right? If you make that decision ahead of time, if that has already been established, it makes it a lot easier to know what to do when you are tracking, when you want a bite of something. Um, Other rules, like drinking 50% of your water by noon. That's one that I've heard people do because it's like, okay, every day by noon, I'm going to make sure that I drink 50% of my water goal for the day because I know if I can get most of it in by then, it makes the rest of the day easier. My hydration is adequate. And, you know, overall, you feel better when you're adequately hydrated. Um, Other rules, spending 15 minutes outside every day, right? getting some vitamin D or, okay, here's a rule that I think is really awesome. Do not entertain drama on the scale. This is one that I wrote down that I have heard. One of my clients actually said this as as we've been coaching through some of the drama around the scale. We don't need to use the scale, right? I just think it's a valid data point if you want, but I know a lot of people hate it and that's okay, but I do think it's worth examining the drama that you have around it because it's no fun to give so much power to a $15 contraption from Walmart. And so a rule that I think would be really fun to implement for anyone that is struggling with drama on the scale is to not allow it. Now, what that means is you stand on the scale, you see a number and perhaps your brain goes wild and has all sorts of like crazy thoughts and big emotions. And it just wants to kind of have this like mini meltdown about the number that it sees. If that is what's initially offered, that's okay. But the rule is for you to say, "Uh uh-uh, brain, we are not going there. I will not allow you to dwell on this number. We are looking at this number for data. We are gathering information. And this number means nothing about me. It means nothing about my body. It means nothing about my value. It just is an indication of my gravitational pull that we can utilize to move forward in pursuit of our goals. So when your brain offers the drama, That's when the rule comes in is for you to say, nope, we are not allowing that. I will not allow that in this household, (laughs) right? It's like the way you talk to your kids. You're like, that's a non-negotiable. I will not allow that in this house. That is a rule that I think would be a fun one to try. It'd be like, you know what? I'm not going to allow that. I will not allow any negativity or drama around the scale. It's going to come up and that's okay, but I will not entertain it. 
I will not let it stay. I will not hear it out. I will not allow that. So those are some rules, right? I want you to think about your own health, your own fitness, your own goals, whether it's weight loss or otherwise, and think about how you could set up a structure, a system of rules, if you will, that would support you, that would be loving, that would give you enough structure to help you, to assist you, to be kind in all of your endeavors. What are those non-negotiable things? What are the things that make sense to you and your lifestyle? I think that with these rules, we can always have varying degrees of precision. But when we have the rules in place, regardless, no matter how precise, that's how we establish habits. And I talk more about this in episode 101 called Habit Baseline. But when we can have these structures in place, whether it's really fine-tuned, excuse me, whether it's really fine-tuned or it's dialed back a little bit, as long as it's always there to some degree, that's what perpetuates health. That's what moves your health in the direction that you want it to go, is always having those non-negotiables in place. So anyway, that those are my thoughts for today. I've been thinking about weight and how, yes, there's the science of it, but also you're the one that gets to decide what it looks like in so many other ways. So what do you want those ways to be? How can you be loving to yourself? How can you be supportive to yourself? What can be those non-negotiables that you can set up ahead of time to make decision-making down the road so much easier? So think to yourself what that might be. What do you want your rules to be? How do you want to lose weight? What sounds interesting? What would be helpful? What would be strategic? That is all I have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next week. Hey, do you have a coach guiding you through your weight journey? If not, I would be so thrilled to be yours. I want to invite you to come work with me in my private one-on-one program where I create an individualized plan for you based on your body in order to create the results that you want. I teach you how to not even want the foods that are sabotaging your physical goals, all while learning how to be more confident, how to feel better, and how to up-level your life. We work to create the body that you want and to feel good doing it. To sign up for a free mini session with me, check out the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon.